Hi, I'm Stargate Pioneer from Better Podcasting, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the show you're listening to now, the opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy, brought to you by the Gunna Geek Network. Bringing you the latest nerdy news and geekdom, here are the hosts of the show. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. Naki. That was the joke, you dumbass. Willie. You are a bad person. Chris. We should probably, you know, do actual show stuff instead of talk about Willie. And sometimes some special guests. As Magneto once said, ha ha ha, welcome to die. Meat candy, woohoo. If you're a kid and listening, you rock and your parents are awful. A brand new ATGN starts in three, two, one. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode, what is this, 258, I think, of the All Things Can... 59. 59. I was close. When you get to that high, oh, you forget some of the numbers. 10 more episodes. <laughs> What's in 10 more episodes? 269 oh. is what he's excited. Child, Willie. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. that's the women he dates. Yeah. <laughs> Bazinga! <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> that was a good setup. That was a good one. The alley was perfect. Chris, Chris, thank you. You're welcome, Naki. I figured you'd enjoy that one. We love you, Willie. They're young enough they think Bazinga's a nerdy thing. Oh, now I'm sad and depressed again. I don't watch the show, but isn't it? Um, Wait, what? what? Not really. Mm. It's from a nerdy show, isn't it? Nope. Mm, That shows the opposite of nerdy. So I think we're going to get into a conversation here that is almost like Gamergate, only this is going to be like Big Bang Gate, where we're talking about fake geek show versus fake geek girl. (laughs) Stop, stop, stop. (laughs) I I want to be a part of something called Big Bang Gate. Let's continue this. There's the name of the episode this week. Episode 259, Big Bang Gate. Big Bang Gate. Yep, I'm calling it right now. Yeah. I guess the best way I described that show was it's it's smart people for dumb people. Is that is that fair? That sounds about uh, right. That's one way to look at it. Well, like I said, we're here for episode two hundred and fifty nine. We're gonna mix things up a little bit because we actually before. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait, wait! And everyone oh. bangs in that show apparently because all the nerds just get laid left and right, right uh, after like get, third they, season or something. Right. So they all like have girlfriends now, but they all make fun of the fact that it's. They're nerds with girlfriends. Like, it doesn't make any sense. The show doesn't make sense. It used to be kind of funny to me, and then it lost its charm. Now, I think the funniest comedy I watched that's actually still broadcast is uh, Superstore. I watched um, the first two seasons of Big Bang Theory, and I didn't hate it. I actually really liked it. And then it shifted from being like, haha, nerd nerd culture is funny, to haha, look at those fucking nerds. Yeah. It's like, oh... Dang. That, that's how Dang. I felt on it. But if you want something really funny, you've ever had to work in a big box store like Walmart or Kmart or something like that, Superstore is really freaking hilarious because there's stuff that happens there. I'm like, oh yeah, that's sort of like how it worked when I worked at Walmart. That, that's you worked at good. Walmart? 
I did work at Walmart as a summer job. It was one of the worst jobs I ever did because I've realized Walmart is some of the most miserable group of employees you'll ever meet. We had to act like we were happy in the front of the store. And as soon as you went to the break room, everyone's cussing left and right. I hate these motherfuckers, blah, 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 blah. And I almost died. So it's kind of like in waiting. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I almost died twice working at Walmart, too. Oh, geez. Yeah. Waiting is pretty true to life to being a server, though. Yeah, that's why I hear from all my friends that are servers. That's why you don't send food back. No, never send food back. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i honest with like, hey, uh, this is not what I ordered. I'm sorry. Well, I that's mean, one thing if it's not what you right. ordered. But if you're like, my steak is just a hair undercooked or my steak is overcooked, oh, yeah. then you're going to get what you don't want back. Let's well, put that I mean, listen to me. If you do that, fuck you. If, if you are going to send food back, be polite. Don't be a dick about it. Like, don't eat half the steak and be like, this steak is terrible. Like, come on. Then why'd you but, eat half the steak, dumbass? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, like, if 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 something is wrong with it, like it's too undercooked or too overcooked or whatever, and you're just like, hey, like, this is this is okay, but if it's possible, you know, can I get something that I actually want to eat? <laughs> like, just be polite, and more people are likely to be helpful to you. Like, just don't be a dick. Like, the main rule <laughs> in life, right? Don't be a dick. Yeah, now you give me rules to live, how to live my life. I don't like this. So, so I look back in the chat room and I see uh, Steven say, but the problem is I don't like nerds and geeks. I don't understand this fascination with tech, science, sci-fi, and superheroes. Like, who cares? This is from the owner of the Gunna Geek Network. Steven, I'm going to tell you right now. Look at me. Look right at the screen. You have violated the spirit of this podcast. Shame. Well, I, th- Shame. I thought that was the spirit of the podcast. Shame! Never trust a flip-top head Canadian. Well, this is more of an inside joke as we mock the podcast awards right now. But that's neither here nor there. If we want to get into why we're mocking the podcast awards. Don't don't listen to them, Stephen. Former Bell buddy, I got your back. I understand sarcasm, unlike these plebeians. Don't worry. Uh, Draftsman might have the new show motto, we violate the spirit of anything. Willie, don't use words you can't spell. Uh-huh. That's what I thought. I thought he was going to start spelling. I, I was have waiting. To be quiet now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stick to single no, syllables, motherfucker. Yeah, don't make so fun what? of him for that. It's not his fault. Don't read shame him. Uh, Mr. John Drew wants to know if he's still <gasps> bell buddies. Hey, that's not one of the protected things. I'm allowed to make fun of someone because they can't read. You literal bastard. The last I heard was, I'm not a bell buddy. So that's why I said it. But if we're still bell buddies, do I have nope. to reach for my bell? Do bell I have to reach buddies, for my bell? Bell buddies have been canceled. I'm, I'm sorry. Fuck y'all. I'm listening to the president. <laughs> He's not the president of this show. He's, He's the president, the president the that we care about. <laughs> the only president that we care about. <laughs> I don't care about any presidents. He says grab yes. the bell. Grab the bell, Willie. I'm doing it. You just wow. made his can day, get, Steven. Can we get can we get that song playing? Do 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 Chris, can you can you mute Willie? I could, but I, what is the fun yeah, in that? Know he can. That would violate the spirit of this podcast, and I have Do learned. I have learned. Don't you dare mute me. From what I've learned on Twitter lately is you cannot violate the spirit of a show or podcast awards or anything like that because then it's evil. And hey, just to point out, Stephen John Drew and uh, Stargate Pioneer also both got blocked by the podcast awards on Twitter. Go on Twitter for more information about that. It's well, hilarious. You got blocked by them? Nice. Yeah, they asked for opinions. Opinions were provided and not liked, so they were promptly blocked. So does that So does that mean we'll never win a podcast award? Naki, did you ever think we were going to win a podcast award? But we're hey, so everybody, interesting. Everybody, we're all number one in my book. 
no, Steve and I have not yet been blocked, but that'll probably come soon because I'll probably be snippy just for shits and giggles. Uh, diamond group for life, right? <laughs> yes, I know it's the Diamond Club. Everyone who's watching, that's more of a joke on the podcast awards that nobody cares about. So let's transition into the first part of the show here. Wait, there's awards for this shit? There is. You can go to podcastawards.com and look at the rules they wrote to basically exclude everyone from the Diamond Club. It's wonderful. Yes, Boris? Where Boris are they, where are they located? So I can go start punching people Podcastawards.com. Yeah, no, they're at the website Oh, said. the guy that runs the, the podcast physical. awards is in Hawaii. So there was a funny quote oh that came God. off of a uh, another podcast I listened to called uh, Night Attack, where one of the hosts basically says, this dude lives in a fucking tropical paradise, one of the happiest places on earth, and we pissed him off. How the hell? <laughs> Stephen, can I, can, I win a, uh, can I win an award for something? And I also want to say that if you don't live in the continental U.S., your your opinion doesn't fucking matter. Well, so Stephen does bring up a good point. He says, just make your own podcast awards. I have won a Gunna Geek Award on the Gunna Geek Award show for the most number of face palms throughout the life of a podcast. Oh, shit, shit, shit. I need, I need to retract that. I meant if you are a United States citizen and you don't live in the continental United States, your opinion doesn't matter. Sorry for all you foreign people. I did not mean it like that. I just want to specify. This applies to U.S. citizens only. Now you sound like one of our senators. Shut up. Fuck you. Talk about Hawaii doesn't matter. Or Alaska. That was the Attorney General. Thank you. Or those Bahamian Islands. Mr. President, I don't agree with Willie. Can I win an award now? Well, sure. We can make. We should make the Gunna Geek Network Awards. What do you say, Stephen? Should we do this? The Gunna Geek Network Awards, where we assign the Shut Up Willie Award, the assigning (laughs) of random awards to people on the network, and do an awards show. And maybe we can just do counter programming with the Gunna Geek Network Awards because we we have an idea when other awards shows might be airing. I'm just gonna let let you think about that. Make your own awards. I'm probably gonna win all of them. I mean, I'm sorry. We have enough podcasts on the network to do our own award show. That is for damn sure. We'll call uh, them the Geekies or something like that. I don't know. Uh, and Bachman's out. Well, I, like our, already out. I enjoy our peanut gallery as we see Keith chime in. Make your own awards with hookers and blackjack. I like this plan. Except with no awards. Or blackjack. I like both hookers Just and STDs. blackjack. <laughs> Drassman apparently is rocking a Hell Hydra hat to violate spirit because he's... He's trying times a murderous cult is what I am choosing to believe in and hang my hat on. Goddamn right. <laughs> Hell Hydra. We're going to host the Gunna Geek Awards shows on Native American Casino. <laughs> That's what Draftsman says. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. I love our peanut gallery on this show. I really do. I All mean... Right. Where would we be without him? <laughs> We'd be far less entertained on Sundays. I mean, I think the beauty of this show is we entertain the peanut gallery who in turn then entertains us. So we feed off of that to become more ridiculous. I, yeah, literally, I we would wouldn't be. have two of the hosts on this show without the peanut gallery. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Naki and I probably would have retired from this podcast a while ago in that case. Yeah. And then I wouldn't, oh. I, I wouldn't be doing anything cool like showing up at random free comic book day events and interviewing people. <laughs> Well, I, I think Naki's just going to start day. a new show and call it Naki Cast or something like that. Yeah, that's totally what I'm going to do. I'm not lazy or anything. Where... <laughs> you need a guest? No, it's Talky with Naki. Talky with Naki. Yeah, and my Naki. geeky awards idea was worse than that. Come on, pull your head out of your ass. My ass is firmly Bachman? planted in this chair. Thank you. Uh, and so it must be uncomfortable with your head up it. Oh, that's I true. was talking. I, know, yeah. mm. I just did it for the joke. I'm uh, <laughs> meaning but, it for uh, Bachman. Spoiler now. alert, Naki. You're going to win a Gunna Geek <laughs> Award. 
Naki, you're going to win the Gunna Geek Award for best host with a name that rhymes with Locky. Yay! Congratulations. We'll we'll make sure that we send you your trophy once you pay your $5 registration fee to get an award. Oh, dang it. I already know the award I'm winning. You got to register. talked about penis on podcast. Or most likely to strip on camera on a podcast. All right, one second. <laughs> no, no, so, no, Willie, no, don't what? do it. Why? <laughs> so while Willie's getting prepared to uh to free the nipple on the podcast yet again, we did have a slightly something different to start the show with. We got an email from a viewer slash listener last week asking for some advice. So here's what they said. Hey, ATGN, I've been listening to your podcast for a few months and really enjoy the show. So keep it up and I look forward to more. I'm wanting to get more into the Marvel Universe comics and looking for advice on where to start and how best to progress through comics to reach the current issues, such as Secret Empire. I'm sure you're all very busy, and if you can't reply, it's all good, but I would value your opinions and advice. And this was from a listener by the name of Rocky. So Surprise, we're responding. We are going to. I actually traded some emails with him early on and then forgot when Bachman asked me to send a follow-up email, so we'll make this a two-part thing potentially. Uh, I did mention him that we were going to read this on the show and address it on the show. And uh, one of the things we will ask is after you hear some of our suggestions here, feel free to shoot us another email and talk about some of the characters specifically you might be wanting to dig deeper into versus maybe versus like the full mythos of the Marvel U because there's a lot of stuff. Now, if I had to make a suggestion for one thing to start with, and this is going to be kind of an odd one, I would say House of M because that's what started most of this mega crossover event stuff they've been doing and still has ramifications this day. Plus the fact the story is awesome and the artwork is gorgeous. Did anyone else read a House of M by chance? Did, oh yeah. Like, yeah, House of M was good stuff. That was the world where you find out because people didn't realize that because the the idea for House of M was uh, Scarlet Witch stops the the attacks on mutants by basically rewriting all of reality. When everybody wakes up, they all have everything they've ever dreamed of. So like Wolverine has all of his memories for from forever. But the best one was that Spider Man Peter Parker wakes up as the head of uh, Parker Industries, married to Gwen Stacy. And everybody's like, where the fuck's Mary Jane? It's like, well, if Peter Parker had his best life, the all the things he could possibly wish for, he never would have met Mary Jane because he would have been married to Gwen Stacy. Yes. Uh, House like, of M. Cool it's shit in that storyline. It set a lot of the storylines from the last 10 or 15 years off. So it is kind of essential reading for the modern set of things. And it really doesn't hurt that the story and the artwork, like I said earlier, both fantastic. Any other suggestions folks want to throw out? Uh, I forgot that I turned off my mic for a second there. Um, <laughs> uh, I think from what I understand, you with Secret Empire, you just had to read the Captain America line, right? Up until that point? I mean, I, I was asked by uh, by the guy who runs my LCS asked me because he was thinking about reading Secret Empire because he doesn't normally read the, the Captain America books. And he was saying whether or not you need to read it. And you really don't. You can just pick up Secret Empire Zero. But it makes for a much better story if you go back and read the uh, Sam Wilson Captain America and Steve Rogers Captain America. It's about a year's worth of comics on each. If you read those two books leading up to Secret Empire, it makes this one of the coolest event comics ever because it's the whole lead up to, you know, I mean, you could also, honestly, if you wanted to read the full lead up to Secret Empire, you would start with um, Secret Hill or Pleasant Hill, whatever the hell they called it. Maria Hill used the cosmic cube to make a supervillain prison where people's realities were rewritten and they thought they lived in like a, you know, a Mayberry type town. So supervillains would just wake up with no memory of who they were looking completely different with no superpowers in this small town that they couldn't escape. It was like uh, the prisoner. And so difference being, of course, their entire reality was rewritten. They didn't know who they were. 
They didn't know, you know, what they did in their past lives, nothing. But the end of that leads into Cubic changing Steve back to young Steve again and also rewriting his history and making him a Hydra agent. And so yeah, if you were if you wanted to really read all the the the, the lead up to the Secret Empire stuff for the event that's happening right now, I would say yeah, go back to the Pleasant Hill event, which wasn't that big and I don't think it had that many crossovers. I think it was like six issues. But it was kind of cool because it was a bunch of people waking up from an alternate reality, like basically coming out of the Matrix and going, wait, I'm a fucking supervillain. And then going ape shit in this Mayberry type 1950s America town. So it was really cool. I want to go back to this. And uh, I just had a crazy, funny idea. Uh, that crazy prison, Mayberry. Picture this. Dr. Doom is Gomer Pyle. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. I'm not sure. I don't think they had Doom in there. They had Red Skull That'd be the in perfect- there. Nemo was in there. That'd be the perfect prison for him. The little fish? Yes. The little fish that was a Nazi. I mean. (laughs) Baron. Baron Nemo. I like it. Yeah. Baron Nemo. I like that even better. (laughs) Now I want want to see that drawn. Somebody draw that. You guys are artists. Do it. There you go. Someone will do that. Another one I would suggest, and mostly just because it's also another big building point for the Marvel Universe in this time frame would be Civil War. While the story kind of falls apart near the end, Steve McNiven's pencils are gorgeous for Civil War throughout one the entire two. arc. Oh, Civil War 1. Civil War 2 is trash. I say you have to specify now. There's yeah. been two. My, my mistake. Civil War 2 was trash. I won my money back when it was all said and done. How many Secret Wars have there been? Secret Wars, there's been two now. Yeah, the first Secret Wars. Oh no, from uh, the eighties. Three. Yeah, was there because they did Secret Wars one and Secret Wars two in the eighties, and then the new one was technically Secret Wars three. Yeah. Well, wasn't it Secret War the first one, and then Secret Wars the second one, Secret Wars the third? That's no, no, that's right. It was Secret War, wasn't it, for the eighties? It was Secret War one and two, and Secret mm. Wars was a separate one they did in the modern day. But they're just adding on an S, so I still lump them all together. No, Let I don't see. No, no, Secret I think Wars. The original, yeah, the original was Secret Wars. Oh. It's yeah, really 1984 fun. was Secret Wars, 12-issue miniseries, and then they did Secret Wars 2. Because, yeah, the original Secret Wars, that's where the black suit Spider-Man came from. Correct. It's it's actually a really good story when you put on your filter of saying this came out in the 80s. You've got to put that filter <laughs> no. on for that because there's some very 80s moments in there. And it made oh, yeah, for a very yeah. good uh, 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Hell episodes. yes, the 90s Spider-Man cartoon was awesome. It was not a great adaptation of that story, but they took some of the basics of it and had fun with it. So right now, I think we're you saying... the general gist of it. Yeah, House of M, Secret Wars. What's the other stuff we've been recommending right now? Um, Captain America line. Yeah, Captain America. Yeah, yeah. basically everything since they brought back the Winter Soldier. Like, even uh, the lead-up to that. If you want to just go back, like if you if you're a huge fan of Captain America, uh, start with as soon as the name Ed Brubaker showed up on the title. Yep. Because Brubaker is the one who, like, you know, there were there were certain things that you know there were very few rules in comics, and one of the two rules was, you know, Uncle Ben stays dead and Bucky stays dead, and Ed Brubaker decided to break one of those rules, but did it in a way that was goddamn fantastic storytelling. And so, I mean, that was honestly that was when the Captain America like like angry internet shit started was when they started talking about how Bucky was going to come back. Like, uh, people have been days- angry about Cap since then. <laughs> uh, the days of bulletin boards. Exactly, yeah. it's there, There's been anger about Cap for a long time. But, I mean, you people got to remember, at one point he was a werewolf. Like, settle the <laughs> fuck down. It's <laughs> comics. The shit's supposed to be fun. It's better than being a Nazi. He's not a Nazi! He's a Hydra agent. 
He's a Which Hydra. Is the same thing. Hydra is analogous to Nazis in the Marvel Universe, regardless of how they've retconned it now. He and going back to Civil War, if you were Team Iron Man, you were Team Hydra. Shut the fuck up. Team nope, Iron Man. still Team Iron Man. Team Tony. And you're a Nazi. Team Registration. Fuck y'all. Team Fascist. <laughs> Boom! Chris, can we just fire them? No, because I'm lazy. Seniority? Do you really want to go and find new co-hosts? Because hey, I don't. Traps has got it. Hydra's not Nazi. I mean, there's a bunch uh, of people in the peanut gallery. We can just grab one of them, right? That's what we true. did before. It's true. <laughs> there is plenty. That is true. Hey, so, I asked to be here, and then I just kept showing up. Yeah, that, that's what happened. That's that's the secret to being part of this show is guest host, and then just keep coming back for more, and you can be a part of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. <laughs> so, uh, Rocky, that was some early suggestions for some stuff you could look at that's kind of the big crossover events in the Marvel Universe to sort of get you caught up. If there's some specific characters you're wanting to get caught up on or to get a good sense of the character through different comic arcs and stuff, shoot us another email or send us a Twitter message or something like that and let us know what characters those might be and we'll bring it up on the next show if we can. Yep. I was going to one more, uh, specifically if he's a Hulk fan, uh, reading uh, Planet Hulk and then World War Hulk. That's a good oh, point too. World really War Hulk's really good. Those are two fantastically long runs that Greg Pak did that were, not only are they, there's, Epic storytelling, amazing artwork, and just, you know, Hulk is a gladiator. It's such a cool idea. And then, yeah, yeah the retribution of Hulk coming back and fighting all the heroes of Earth with his with his warbound. But the bonus being that if you go read that now, you will be ultra prepped for the, a small scene in the new Thor movie because we're what little yeah. bit of World War Hulk we're ever going to see on screen, we're going to see in Thor Ragnarok. I think what little planet Hulk we'll see, I'm still hoping... For World War Hulk in the Marvel Cinematic That'll never happen. That'll never I'm happen. I'm hoping. I said I'm hoping. They got to do an Infin- for a phase. But see, the problem is they've got to do the Infinity Gauntlet stuff, and that means they got to bring Hulk back from uh, Planet Hulk, basically, to do the Infinity War stuff coming up for the next Avengers flick. So I don't know how yeah. you do World War Hulk after that. I'm trying to think of is what Planet Thor now. Uh, I'm trying to think of what Hulk did in the Infinity Gauntlet story, the original one. Hmm. Yeah, but I like how they're changing it. Um, like who who Hulk's fighting in Planet Hulk? The, in the comics, it was Silver Surfer, right? And then in the animated movie, it was um, Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. And now they yep. just say, "Oh no, it's Thor now." Aww, <laughs> yeah, Beta they Ray keep Bill. changing it. Oh, he yeah. beat his face to a bloody pulp. <laughs> <laughs> the animated wasn't bad though. They did they did a good job trying to put like a twi- a, a twelve issue limited series into one animated film. Like there's a lot of shit that happens in that in that storyline. I, I this is gonna be weird coming from me saying this, but you know whatever. Uh, I like the the DC animated films more. The DC animated films yeah. are better than the Marvel animated films. It's just a simple yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could remember the worst one I ever bought was fucking the Incredible Iron Man animated. Oh my god, that was so much shit. That <laughs> one was not great. The Supernatural and, and the Ultimate Avengers and... two. Oh my god. Oh, uh, the ultimate one was fun. The, the first one was the second one was shit. The second one had, had fucking Black it. Panther. It was awesome. It was shit, and you know it. Don't even deny it. It was awesome. It but the Black first Panther. one, because when Hulk was fighting all the superheroes at the end after they already won, Hulk was like, "No, I'm still fucking Hulk," and he started. That's the best scene. I was like, "This well, is the winner." Those, right those are based on the Ultimate Avengers comics. Did, those weren't based on the Avengers. Did they carry Hulk's cannibalism over into the Ultimate Avengers movies? I can't remember. Not that I know of. I don't think they actually showed him eating anybody in the in the cartoon, just because I think it would have been a little further than they were wanting to push those. Yeah, because that yeah, 
that was one of the really darker elements of the Ultimate Universe when they spiked it off. Is that yeah, Hulk eats people too. Wait, yeah. wait, is it really cannibalism? <laughs> the Hulk is eating people because is he really technically still a human being in that form? He turns back into Bruce Banner when he's it's a, all said yeah. and done. He's a gamma irradiated human. He's not a mutant. He's okay, not a different species. I was, so. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not arguing one way or the other. I'm just he, curious. Seeing what the just asking a question. Is. He's just it asking would, a question. It's all good, I'm, guys. I'm explaining it. It would still be cannibalism. Delicious human flesh. Yep. Hulk in that world. Hulk in that world is fucking scary. No, I seriously heard human flesh tastes like bacon. Well, I'm referring to Archer when I say that. Long pork. They call. I'm referring to the dark net or deep net, whichever. We are the other white meat. I mean, human. It's what's for dinner. If whatever, if anything was to happen, where boyfriend and I were to be trapped in our house for a long period of time, and uh huh. I didn't have anything to eat. I'd eat him before uh-huh. the cat. <laughs> of course, cat's wow. green. There's no meat on it. <laughs> wow. You hear that, Michael Crush? The cat is more important than you. Staring at me with the biggest eyes in the world. Who, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Crush or the cat? Uh, the cat's asleep. He's fine. Of course. Now, Naki, you know that you have a problem because you still live in Illinois, right? Yes. And you just made a threat against someone. So if he disappears... You can go to jail for murder without there being a body. Shit. <laughs> Wait, that means I can murder someone without any repercussions and without being the number one suspect? Awesome. Sorry, Naki. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think so you just kind of... I think you gave that up right now by saying that on a podcast that's <laughs> yeah. going out to the internet. But I'm not in Illinois. <laughs> or yeah, but if you go there to commit the crime, they're going to track you. <laughs> internet is boundaryless. I mean, for all we know, that he he could be lying about where he's at right now. That's true. What do you but, think is a green screen? You think I got the budget for a grand <laughs> green screen as I'm driving down the road? <laughs> yes. We think you stopped at a motel and put up your green screen and then started broadcasting. I mean, it's not like you've got anything defining behind you that we could be like, oh yeah, Willie's at home. Oh, it's then- the same background I've had forever. There's it no Christmas like, tree anymore. I can't even move the, well, I mean, I got rid of that shit. I told you I suplexed that shit off the balcony. <laughs> and I felt strong doing it. I strong wanted to do like it bear. Old, uh, macho man elbow drop from the top rope, but that that's a long way down from that balcony. Yeah, see, Stevens this is a lie too. He remembers there being a tree as well. Huh. Well, it hasn't been a tree there for a couple months now, man. Or has I get been. shit when it's still there. I get shit when it's not there. <laughs> What do you want from Welcome me? Welcome to the show, so Willie. On a star? Is that <laughs> what you want? Shit. That's what we want. That's what we want from you is to give you shit. I yeah. mean, Willie, you've 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 been on the show long enough. You should know how this goes. I know mm-hmm. I should be used to it by now. You should be used to it. So, guys, let's get back on track with our regularly scheduled series of events. Let's roll into the news of the week. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. So, folks, it's that part of the show where we try and run down some of the most interesting, at least to us, geeky or nerdy news that might have come out of the last week. And I don't know who wants to go first. I'll go I'll first because I'll, I'll do it. Mine's really simple. <laughs> Fine. Mine's Fine. super simple. So is mine. Well, good. Good. So uh, you guys might have heard there's a little indie flick that came out this last week or this weekend rather called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Has anyone heard of that? No. No, no, I, I heard of it Thursday it. night. So Willie went Thursday night, and that's good because Willie contributed to the box office 
opening night of $17 million that Guardians 2 drew in, bigger than the original $11.2 million back in 2014, and the biggest Thursday night opening of 2017 so far. So congratulations, hey, Willie. What, Willie. What, day did, what day did you pick uh, Guardians for the movie league? Uh, Friday. Does Thursday and Friday get Which lumped together? Which is why together? I went Friday, dumbass. Me too. No, Thursday doesn't count. What do you call me, dumbass? You went and paid for we a movie that's not going to help you. Thing. We you picked for a movie. Same list. It's not going to help you if you go on Thursday. Stupid. How was that? I didn't even know I was playing on one Friday, but I was like, I'm done mowing at my parents' place. I got nothing Hold to do tonight. Not oh shit! They're throwing, they're showing at ten thirty. I guess I'll go now. I just Hold gotta wait money. an hour, and it's gonna take me twenty minutes to even get there. So that's what I fucking did. You could have helped yourself out in the movie league. Didn't no, I could have helped you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, because all y'all copying what I did is not gonna help you catch up to me. It's just gonna give you the same total as me, anyways. So you're not gonna get any closer to the lead. Well played, low life Utaku. Yep. I see. Yep. I see. <laughs> so for those for oh, those listening ahead. to the podcast, the life we talk to just chimes in. Jesus, just fuck already. <laughs> I am not I fucking really. Oh no, I'm fucking happen. That is never happening. So to wrap up, Why? it's gonna be so sensual. Oh yeah, I'm about to quit. <laughs> so to wrap up the called the puckery. Oh. Uh, uh, to, to, so to wrap up this box uh, office uh, story for Guardians of the Galaxy, it's trending towards at least one hundred and fifty million dollars this weekend for opening weekend. So we'll be contributing later. I will be contributing at three p.m. Eastern, I believe, when we go and watch I'll be it. Spoiling the, local the shit out of it. Uh, I think that Kurt going, Russell bump. We're we're aiming for one o'clock. We'll see. Yeah, we're aiming we'll for see. three because there's there's twelve and twelve forty five, and I was like, well, that's not happening. And then there's I three do, and four. So yeah, I do want to say this about the movies. No spoilers or anything. Disney is continuing their trend of de-aging people like crazy. It oh yeah, good. and this one is good. It's not like, creepy. What? Yeah, there's there's some de-aging CGI in this one. And when you first see it, you're like, wait a second, oh shit! And it's really good because it lasts multiple scenes. Oh, that's cool. like it's not like a quick like Princess Leia thing where it's just you know a head turn. Like, it lasts, what, like a minute, minute and a half? And it's really yeah. fucking good. Oh, and if you guys get a chance real quick, just random YouTube video right into Screen Junkies did interviews with the cast of the Guardians of the Galaxy and had them read roles for different Avengers. So, like, Kurt Russell was playing Iron Man in the roles that they were giving out. Zoe right. Saldana was the Hulk. Um, Chris Pratt ended up being Captain America. And they actually sandwiched us uh, some Tony Stark and, uh, Chris, and uh, Captain America scenes back-to-back with... Uh, Kurt Russell and Chris Pratt reprising them. It was pretty funny until the guy hosting it's like, I need a little more emotion out of you. And he's like, I'm not Robert Downey Jr. What the hell? <laughs> Wait, so once again, Zoe Saldana was cast as the colored character? As a giant green monster, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or as, giant, or as a green alien. They normal human colors. <laughs> she they did always Star Trek. Something. She got to be oh, normal in Star Trek. Right, yeah. I guess in oh Uhura. Yeah, exactly. She's always the colored character. She's a blue Why cat. She's green Gamora. Please rephrase that. Because it's hilarious. Naki, I need a minority report because even I think this is too much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm ignoring all of you. What? I didn't do anything. (laughs) I would pay good money to see Zoe Saldana play She-Hulk. That would be fucking awesome. Well, I honestly, um, we were fan casting. Oh, shit. What was her name? Now I can't think of her name. Fuck. I was fan casting someone as uh, She-Hulk. And I mean. 
it's very tough for us to paint a picture if you don't have a name. <laughs> I know. Never mind. Ignore what I'm I mean. Saying. Are we going digital? Are we going like digital with this? Or are we like are we just hiring like a bodybuilding woman who's tall and can act? I mean, yeah, that would never. That's work. really all you really need. It has to, it has to be digital. Um, there's. Like, she's not like superhuman size. No, she's known as the pixie weightlifter. What? What's her fucking name? Oh, hold on a second. I'm gonna Google this because you piqued my interest. She's freaking adorable, but she would be an amazing She-Hulk if she. I don't know if she acts or anything. Wait, is I before E who, except after C? Who owns the rights to She-Hulk though? Because Universal has the rights to the Hulk standalone. Oh, oh my! You are correct. She she's adorable and she she's, is. Uh, what is her name? Fuck! Hang on, hang on. She's pretty, right, uh, goddamn Samantha dude. Wright. Samantha yeah, Wright is yeah. what it says. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's wow. She is adorable, and I think she would be an amazing She-Hulk if she acts. I don't know if she acts or anything, but <laughs> that's it. what would be awesome is like with with a chick being that buff. Depending on how tall she is, like they could cast like um, Anna Kendrick as Jen Walters, and then she morphs up into this chick. I'm sorry, Anna Kendrick is <laughs> Squirrel no Girl. Reference. That that should no be live action Squirrel Girl. I'm sorry. Uh, fuck Squirrel Girl. That's gonna be my new T-shirt. Wow, that's. Very strong so feelings harsh. you have there. So harsh. Yeah, you know. Oh, why? someone actually drew her as a Hulk Tinkerbell. Because on the Inhumans, they were able to fill the cast with Inhumans, and on the Runaways, all the cast is fucking Runaways. And what does the new Warriors get? Two fucking new Warriors on the whole goddamn team. Fuck Squirrel Girl. Maybe, maybe that should tell you something about the new Warriors and pop culture lexicon. All right, guys. Just just <laughs> curious. Just a little curious here as I'm looking at this. What do you think my odds are uh, meeting uh, Samantha Wright? All right, let's move on to the next story here. While yeah, Willie's, let's, uh, let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. I'll t- I'll take my news. My news is my news com- comes away from that. Thank story. you, Naki, for all that. Yeah, you're welcome. Anyways, um, <laughs> so my news of the week is that it was announced this week that well beloved Dub Dub Rick Mobile is coming around. Um, if you check out the Adult Swim page on Facebook, I know they posted it um, there, uh, but they have posted a truck made out of Rick, and it's coming all over the place. No pun intended, or actually intended. I'm not really sure. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Anyways, so anyways, the Rick, the Rick truck will be coming around the country. Uh, the... So in Chicago, for those of you who listen from Chicago, uh, it will be at Challengers Comics on May or sorry June first um, for for Mr. Anthony. He will be in Boise, Idaho, believe June twenty fifth. Yeah, June twenty fifth at Captain Comics. Do me, do me, do me. Nice. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. It looks like it's shitting out the cab of the truck. I yeah. don't think it's going to come to Greensboro. Probably the Charlotte or Raleigh. Probably more That's like Charlotte. So creepy. Uh, so if you guys uh, hadn't seen it, I apologize. It's backwards for everyone who's watching live. This is the Rick Mobile. I'll fix it so it's not. It's a picture. Does it matter? Well, there was text associated with the Instagram post, but this is literally a car uh, that is Rick shaped. Now you're making it backwards. No, it's it backwards was. to you guys, but not to everyone watching yeah. live. Oh, not to I, them. I, I, I got it because I knew what you're doing. Yeah. So they're gonna be all over New York. Oh, New York Comic Con. Duh. There makes sense. Um, I'm looking for you. I'm looking. It's coming to Pittsburgh uh, on May 24th. I think they said. Yeah. Can we all agree who the best Rick is? Tiny is Rick. Rick. Tiny Rick. Tiny Rick. Bitches. Tiny Rick. I'm Tiny Rick, bitch. So when I posted this on Facebook, uh, we I had a couple of comments. Uh, one was that it should be blasting. Uh, never gonna give you up. I'm gonna let you down. 
Anyway, I was gonna say get Swifty. It should Rick roll America. It should Rick roll America. Um, I, I don't do like see that. it coming to you, Willie, but you can you can suggest it to come because they're looking for places to go. So there is a thing at the bottom. Is there a business you want us to visit? Contact us. It's at the bottom of the page. Yeah, Willie's house. <laughs> That's where some business gets thrown down, if you know what I mean. But it's called uh, Don't Even Trip Road Trip twenty uh, to Across America. So Limited quantity merch. Yes. So we'll be joining Funko there June Pops. 1st. May 26th, it'll be in Pittsburgh. I'll probably go up on May 26th to go and see uh, the Rickmobile. Yep. Oh, everyone gets to see the Rickmobile except for Willie. You should make a suggestion. Make a suggestion that it needs to come to you. But it has to be a business? Damn. Wait, how shitty? It's coming to Boise, Idaho, and it's not coming to your town? How shitty is your town? (laughs) Nobody comes to Boise. (laughs) Bring the noisy to Boise, I guess they say, but fuck you. Nobody, nobody likes us. That was harsh. Are you talking about you or are you talking about your city? Ooh, Me. We got a fight coming. Just hey, a fuck hey, so already. Like, uh, so what are we just gonna fuck already? That's not Dang. a fight. <laughs> it's a fight with your tongues. It's gonna be a cock fight, and those are illegal <laughs> in seventeen states. I thought they were gonna be playing swords. <laughs> or or they're having a lightsaber duel, depending if they get the glow in the dark condom. Don't worry, <laughs> mine's I never I never sheathed mine. <laughs> That's a condom joke. Ew. Gross. <laughs> but very, so very I posted I posted the uh, the article or I'm sorry, the adult swim site, but you can look at adultswim.com slash promo slash the Rickwobile and you can see the full um all the stops. They have a really good mobile site too. You can also look at hashtag Rickmobile. Um and they have stuff there too. If you're in the chat room, it is also in the chat room. It's Fine, at, at Rickmobile on Instagram. They're at the bottom of the site, I don't know if I want to click these now, but there's two links. One says Dottie Forever, and the other says Long Donovan Forever. I, I kind of want to click them, but I'm not sure what they are. <laughs> well, this looks like it is... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know they're driving they through North Carolina twice, but they're not stopping. This is bullshit. Well, <laughs> Dottie Forever takes you to a video of a fish's grave. Okay. Dottie Forever. <sighs> It says if I own a business and want us to visit. That was Dottie forever. Long own a business. Forever. Well, you own Willie Co. Uh, it's still bullshit. Wait, wait it's in. Is it in a, does that mean it's in Atlanta right now? Yeah, May 11th. That's a couple days. Yeah, that's Damn a few it. days out. And they seriously, Atlanta is the, the worst place to drive through. No, no, no. You have not gone to Pittsburgh, have you? Atlanta. I've driven through Atlanta. Worst place and I've driven through, through Pittsburgh. Atlanta downtown city. You have to drive through the fucking city to go it, through. It, and and I've lived in D.C. also. Atlanta is not as bad as either D.C. or Pittsburgh. Oh, oh, it's worse. Atlanta is worse. Fuck you. Have you There's been, been polls that prove me right. I have, but I didn't have to drive in Chicago. I Naki. Bad at all. I drove to Chicago. You drove in the outskirts of Chicago. Naki drove you, drove you in Chicago. <laughs> no, no, I drove in the last day. I drove myself. My, yeah, buddy let me, let my buddy let me use his vehicle. So, hey, Wait, go and have you are still you are not actually in Chicago. You're at McCormick Place. I'm meaning like Loop Chicago or where we currently live, Chicago. <laughs> I was I'm talking actually, about driving through a highway that goes through a city. Uh, Draftsman says Atlanta can be driven through if the roads hose up. <laughs> okay, Draftsman <laughs> might have just you made your point for you, Willie, because the roads are just randomly collapsing Atlanta right now. So you might have won. Are we honestly arguing traffic right now? Well, we no, like I'm to just argue saying you here. Get shot in Chicago. 
just walk down the street and bam. <laughs> Whoops. Bam. Congratulations. Uh, more pleasant news. What do you got for us, Anthony? <laughs> um, well, it starts off as bummer news. Uh, some people may not know Bill Mantlo, the guy who uh, co- the co-creator of uh, Rocket Raccoon has been in a hospital for about 25 years. Um, back in, what was it, 92, he was an avid rollerblader and he would literally leave the Marvel offices and would rollerblade home to his apartment. He got hit by a car where um, he rolled over the hood, smashed his head against the windshield, and then cracked the ground. And when the ambulance found him, you know, they got him to the hospital, whatever, he didn't die, but he's had traumatic brain injury. And there was, you know, a, a chance that he might fully recover. Apparently, he never really got much better than, you know, the way he was that day. So his brother's been his guardian since that day. Um, you know, hasn't been able to work, hasn't been able to make comics. Um, at one point, he was through the the late 80s, early 90s, he was like the fill-in guy at Marvel. He worked, you know, as a like a, a staff assistant and then took an opportunity when uh, a writer failed missing a deadline and somebody, you know, basically asked the bullpen if anybody had an idea for a story and he went and wrote one at lunch. Like, dude jumped on an opportunity and because of that became a Marvel staff writer and was just, he was known as the fill-in guy. Anybody was late on anything, anybody missed a deadline and Mantlo was there to fill in a story. Um so he got injured. His his uh, brother's been taking care of him since uh, since the incident, and uh, they had made a deal with Mantlo in uh, what was it, 2014? Before uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy, they basically redid a deal with him using his character for the movie, which is one of those things where you know, as a freelance writer, Marvel didn't have to do anything; they own that character. But they rewrote a deal with him, basically saying, "Hey, we're going to make a lot of money now off this character that you created, and we're going to give you a cut of it." And so because of that, Bill got to see, like, they brought a, a, a copy of the movie to him in the in the nursing home where he's been living, and he got to watch Guardians of the Galaxy when the first movie came out. And due to um, basically just the, the increased popularity of the character, the new deal that Marvel did, and the fact that they're doing the second movie um, on uh, the 6th of yesterday, they took a copy of the movie to Bill to show it to him again because, you know, he can't really go out to theaters or whatever because... Uh, He's, he's homebound, but the upside is that he's now homebound in a house next to his brother. Due to the money that they made off the movie and people helping out and generous donations, uh, it's Matt, I think it's Matt Matlow is his brother, was able to buy the home next to his and retrofit it so Bill can live there now. So after 25 years in a retirement home, basically you know having his family visit, they bought him a house, moved him into it, and it's all because of you know Rocket Raccoon. Because of the character he created, they've been able to get his his family enough money to get him his own place. He now has his own home next to his brother, who's his guardian who takes care of him. And yeah, it's um it's it's a great story. It's over on uh, the Hollywood Reporter, and I think it leaks back to the very first story where they talked about it with the the first movie. But um one of the the few things that they that his brother says actually brightens up his day is when people talk about Rocket, he recognizes the character. So there's you know lots of stuff that he can't do because of the brain damage, but he does know that Rocket is something he made. So it's very cool that you know a guy whose basically his life was taken away from him by a, a driver who I don't think they say in the story. Like I don't know if the guy was ever even caught. But yeah, there's been you know tons of outpouring of fan stuff that you know they it goes to him. His address is on here for people that want to write him, send him cards and stuff. Um, in the article, it also has um, there's a uh, support and fund Facebook page. And I think all of it says you can get to all of it off of BillMantlow.com. But yeah, just really cool, you know, that that Marvel once again, you know, giant corporations, 
you know, they, they had the giant fight with the Kirby family. Like DC had the giant fight with the, the, the Superman, Jerry Siegel and Joe Suster families where, you know, they'll fight, you know, and spend billions of dollars in court to basically, you know, not give up a dollar of, you know, creations that they own because they're corporations and freelancer work at the time. You didn't own anything you created, but you know, every once in a while, these companies do do the right thing. And from what we've seen, you know, over the course of the, you know, the, the popularity of rocket raccoon with the last two guardians of the galaxy movies, Marvel's done right by Bill Mantlo. And I'm, it's really nice to see that. That that's a great story. And that's positive things. Don't remember. We, sh- we shit on Marvel for some things. Everyone shits on Marvel for some of their decisions, be it on some of their comic stuff, or we think you should have done this better. This is a good story. They made sure the guy got the money he deserved. Freelancers regu- very regularly don't get credit. Yeah, for, for those that don't know, um, Marvel's actually been held to the fire for this, but on their checks that they used to uh, send to their writers and the artists, the back of the check said... Upon endorsing this, you release all rights to anything you've created during the time period you were working for this check. So basically, every time Jack Kirby and Stan Lee signed a check, it gave Marvel the rights to everything that they'd worked on, everything they'd created, every story they'd written. So that corporation as an entity literally owned everything, and they didn't have to give anything back to anybody. This is probably a dumb question, but is that legally binding? Because you signed it, it makes it a legal contract, yes. That was my understanding, yeah. It was... In the older days of things, it was uh, not very friendly to the creators. Let's put it that way. Well, and also it was brought up the fact like, you know, people talk about Jack Kirby specifically. There was a guy who, you know, he did a job. He went to work. He worked his 40 hours a week. He sat at a draft table and he drew pages. They didn't really think about, you know, especially in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Those guys weren't thinking about the idea that they were going to create a character that was going to last 70 years. You know, they weren't thinking when Stanley and Ditko came up with Spider-Man, they weren't thinking about the fact that he was going to have five, six major budget movies like those weren't ideas in their heads. So they weren't ever thinking about the idea of, oh, I need to own this character so that I can make money off of it for the rest of my life. Which yeah, if they own those characters from the get go, they could have retired at that point. But yeah, it was something that wasn't thought of freelance writing and artists at the time. It was just it was a nine to five job. They punched a clock, did their work and went home and they didn't really think about it. Yeah, it was what they did uh, the the same thing with uh, Stan Lee because unlike DC, where basically every major character is created by multiple people, Stan created the majority on the writer side of the characters that, that make Marvel. There's no one creator that has had as much influence in comics as Stan Lee, other than maybe Will Eisner. But Stan created way more characters. So what Marvel had done was they made him the uh, chairman emeritus of Marvel, and he used to make a million dollars a year, just cause. Basically, at the end of every year, Marvel wrote a check send off a million dollars to Stan until the first Spider-Man movie came out and it made like, you know, $200 million opening weekend, some ungodly number. And then his lawyer went back to Marvel and said, you know what? We need to up that because every dollar of that is because of Stan and Steve Ditko. And so I believe now Stan gets 5 million a year from Marvel until he dies, basically just because he's Stan Lee. And they know that if they took him to court, it would be a lot more. Yeah. So again, it's, pretty awesome a uh, draftsman puts up in there he goes we all forget the image comics started because creators got fed up and as stars decide they need a chunk of that change todd mcfarlane is basically given the middle finger to two big comic companies yeah. yep yeah image, image was founded because at the heyday of the artists when they were these superstars in the industry marvel and dc didn't give them a cut of anything so they didn't own anything they created like um you know lifefeld created lifefeld along with fabian necessi they created deadpool he doesn't actually own Deadpool. Marvel owns Deadpool. And, you know, Rob gets a lot of stuff because of Deadpool, and I think he's made a lot of money off of it. But Marvel owns that character. 
And it's one of those things, yeah, like, you know, uh, what was it? Because he created Deadpool, then he created Cable, and the original cover for, what was it, Youngblood 6 or something, where he created his character Prophet, was actually an X-Force cover. He was in the middle of creating a character for Marvel when they all quit, and he redrew the cover and surrounded uh, Prophet with uh, Youngblood instead of being surrounded by X-Force. So he almost kept that character to Marvel as well. But yeah, there's there's you know a, a huge shift was made when the image was created. Like if you weren't around comics in the '90s, it was insane because like the you know everything was a chrome cover, everything was about the artists. Nobody gave a damn who was writing anything. It was all about the artists that were working on stuff, and all the artists were superstars. And when those six guys said, "Yeah, we're we're quitting Marvel, we're quitting DC, and we're gonna go start our own company," like the the comics world flipped upside down. It was an insane thing. And yeah, it's, it's one of those things too. It's like, it's one of the reasons that people want to go do a book for image people would, there's lots of artists out there would love to write, you know, love to draw Spider-Man, but they don't want to go work for Marvel and create characters because if you go create a character at Marvel, you don't own it. Where if you go create that same character at image, you get every dollar that character ever makes. Hence the reason Robert Kirkman has made so much fucking money, the walking dead and outcast and invincible and invincible universe and guardians of the globe. He made all of those books at image and everything that deals with those characters goes into Robert Kirkman's pocket and super dinosaur. If he'd have made those characters from Marvel, he would not be a millionaire. He would be getting a paycheck. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly right. Now I also sort of agree with Suncast because shit, I'd be happy with a million dollars a year. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with it, but yeah, if you, if you look at like the page rate for writers and artists compared to, you know, what some of those characters can bring in when they make a movie of them, like it's insane. So yeah, it's if everybody, everybody that's you know, is a creator that wants to write or draw, of course, you know, working for the big two would be awesome. But if you have original characters, save those for your own books. Use them in the image. That way you own them. That way there's no fight. I'll fight. Yeah, you. I, I'll second that. I, if you just want to hire me for a million dollars a year, I'll be your little bitch boy. I don't care. Oh yeah. Anyway, there's the title <laughs> for the episode, Bitch Boy Willie. I'll be your little. Bitch I can't boy. put that in the front page of GunnaGeek.com, guys. They yes, get upset when we do things like that. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Someone sounds awake. I'm totally chugging <laughs> coffee. I'm awake. So how about that local sports team? How about the local sports ball stuff? So as we start to wrap things up before we do that, Willie, do you have anything you want to bring in for news of the week? Did everybody see the Dark Tower trailer? Not me. Yes. 17 times. Only? I was at work. <laughs> is that better or worse i don't know i think it's worse i think i literally spent about twice as long on break that day as i was supposed to because i just kept watching the trailer on loop <laughs> congratulations you watched half the damn movies time almost um i'm a little worried about this from the trailer because if you guys are fans of the dark tower series i'm guessing this is just on the first book but it seems like it's a little bit more because they also go to New York, and they don't go to New York in the book. Yeah, it's a mix of the first three books. But then are they going to add in... Uh, say what? Is it because it hasn't been signed for multiple movies? Yeah, that's a mistake. Yeah, how, how the hell does The Hobbit get three movies off of one book? And the eight, short books, book. the eight book Stephen King series gets one movie. Yeah, sadly, they've only greenlit it for one movie. And so all the articles with uh, the director and Stephen King and... All of them talking about um, there's still the idea that they might do a TV series on HBO after the movie, depending on how well the movie does. But the idea going into this film was we have to do a movie that tells a story to where if we don't get greenlit for another film, 
if we don't get a TV series afterwards, it has to be a contained story. Well, the yeah, first so book was pretty much contained, wasn't it? I mean, he's still of. chasing at the end, but I mean, it's yeah. still like this boom, it's a nice little bookend. I remember a long time ago hearing about what they were having plans with this movie. At least one person was Ron Howard. Yeah, he's he still involved to, if they do a series. Yeah, I remember he wanted to make, uh, was it uh, four movies with three um, TV show seasons in between that kind of continue something. the story? Yeah, something like that. And yeah, that imagine, was, uh, imagine Entertainment is still involved if they go to HBO to make a series after the first movie. So it's still possible. Come on, HBO. I wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah, if it gives us more Idris Elba as the gunslinger, fuck yes. Because, oh. Period. It, hear, hearing him say the the gunslinger's motto, like I got fucking chills the first time I heard Idris fucking say those words. That shit was amazing. I'm gonna say it right now, Thor Ragnarok. He's probably gonna die. <laughs> Calling it now. I don't want it to be happening. I don't want it, but it's probably looking like what's gonna happen. I don't think they're gonna kill Heimdall. They might write him off. I don't think they'll kill him. I mean, the popular theory is God. the soul stone is in his eyes or you know in his body, and he uses it. So, yeah, well, <clears throat> but I don't want him to die. I don't either. But I mean, look at the trailer. You see, he's like he's fighting for his life, I and mean, they had the music going, doesn't fit it. But you see, he looks distressed, like, oh shit, I'm gonna fucking die, probably. That's my best Idris Elba impersonation. I like it. We're, we're gonna go with that. It's ideal. That Idris Elba dies. I meant his impersonation, <laughs> but it's oh. definitely not ideal. <laughs> Oh, Damn now, it, Willie. now he's bell buddying us. <laughs> Steve is not even in the chat room. Does that matter? He says, I'm a bell buddy, so I'm the representative of the bell buddies on the show right Anaki, now. So you're not you on your mic. It. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I was liking it. I had to, I had to stand I up for a second because my... Uh, shut up, Willie. Because she'd had um, enough of our shit. That's what she <laughs> no, said. My, my leg fell asleep because I'm sitting on a footstool. <laughs> that sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> Why are you sitting on a that footstool? That sounds very uncomfortable. Because I didn't know if my mic could stretch from where the computer is currently placed to my couch. So I'm sitting on a footstool well, that's close. <laughs> have you figured that out by now, though? I mean, shut up. <laughs> so on that note i'd like to remind folks that the all things good and nerdy podcast is part of a network of shows that you can find over on gunnageeknetwork.com where you get fine quality entertainment like telling your co-host to shut up <laughs> <laughs> um, i'm really got, good at my job guys she's really good at her job we've got a variety of different podcasts on the network on a variety of different topics some about specific tv shows like arrow or agents of shield some about just general cult geek culture some about video games and video game development but each week we try to highlight one specific show to give you guys a little bit of a taste of something on the network and be like hey Maybe you guys should go check that out. And I, I like to turn this over to one Willie D. Nelson because he just has a theatricality about him when he tells us about a show on the network. I always do, Chris. Are you telling me I sucked at it? No, I'm just telling you that Willie took it, so I was just trying to give a reason why. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I believe he's trying to say at least I'm better. Not that you suck, just I'm better. I, I didn't say that. In a roundabout way. I, I didn't say that at all. I digress because this week we are talking about Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. Each week, three fans of all things Marvel Comic Universe, director Stargate Pioneer, Agent Haley, and Agent Lorne, debrief you on the latest episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or other related Marvel Universe content and news. 
from the Marvel-based Netflix shows to the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies like Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy. The trio of agents break down the plots, give the comic book backgrounds to the storylines, and laugh at their own imaginations. Join their live chat room as they record Wednesday nights or drop them some feedback to review on the show. You can find them at Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. That's right. Just head on over to... Ah! Back to you, Chris. Oh, thank you, Willie. So if you want to go and watch <laughs> Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, head on over to geeks.live. They stream directly from there. And friendly reminder, while you're on geeks.live, there's a nice little calendar at the bottom of the page that shows the streaming schedule for all of the live shows on the Gun and Geek Network. So make sure you head there to get some fun live content guys it's time for us to start wrapping things up i think real quick we'll wrap things up with a little bit called what i'm into it's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or listening live or at a later date for both those just what kind of geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into and maybe just maybe kind of sway you to come and check them out yourself i'll go first because i haven't been doing much because i've been busy with work i did play zelda for a little bit and I'm going to see Guardians. That's really the extent of any of my geeky stuff this week because I had to be an adult and it sucked. Yay. Oh, I did watch the Defenders trailer. Thank you, Little Life Utaku, for bringing that up Yay. in the chat room. We'll talk about that at some point, but we're kind of out of time on that for this week. <laughs> at some point. The, the hallways of New York will be defended. The as they should the be. Hallways. I still haven't watched <laughs> Iron Fist. It started with Old Boy. Me neither, Naki, and I'm probably not going to. I know, I'm not either. Like, see how that works? Internet buddies wait, for what? life. Fist bump. Wait, yeah. wait. What's going on? Wait, what are you guys doing? What's going they're on? Did not, I miss something? not watching Iron Fist. Why? Because I don't have enough time to watch everything I'm supposed to watch. And by all reports, Iron Fist, not that great. So what all do you have to watch? Well, Get rid of Arrow. That show sucks. It's hard for me to drop Arrow when I have to podcast about it each week, Willie. <laughs> it's not like yeah, The Walking Dead where I can pretend I've watched an episode for three in a row and still podcast about it. <laughs> You at least got the comics to fall back yeah, on. There. I mean, you don't even. You can't do that with Arrow. <laughs> oh, Walking Dead comics were sad this month. I don't know. I don't. Wrong I'm so guys. far behind on them. So, Willie, what are you been getting into, sir? What are you planning on getting into? Oh, oh, now my opinion matters. Well, thank you so goddamn much. Shut really. up, Willie. Anyways, not really. <laughs> wow, um, this got dark and mean real fast. And... He started it. <laughs> wow. Man. All right. I'm going to go. Really? Anyway, I think you're just stupid. Of... <laughs> I'm going to bring this back. Fuck you, Chris. It wasn't me. It was Naki. Uh-huh. You press 30 it again. episodes ago. Look at the button. Hey, you're looking at the fucking button She again. said it 30 episodes ago. It's not my fault. It just gets <laughs> stuck on a loop and it has to come up every once in a while. All right. This one goes out. I want to say I'm sorry. I missed uh, the wedding of my friends, Brittany and Wayne, uh, yesterday. Uh, because they're having it at a music festival and I had to work. Couldn't get out of it. But in honor, Tiny Water Bottle will live on. That's an inside joke. I don't care. Fuck y'all. Not fuck y'all because I like y'all, but you know what I'm saying. Um, other than that, uh, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy Thursday. Uh, mini review is could have used more galaxy in it. I think that's You're ridiculous. That movie was fucking fantastic. We'll talk about it next week when all of us can actually go out and watch a goddamn movie. I had to go to a wedding yesterday. I can't be like, I got to stop and watch a movie on the way up there. Well, now, hold on a second. How long have you had the fifth element now? <laughs> Willie, I think you're just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
I like it. <laughs> Which you. one do you like? Damn you. Which one are you talking about, Bachman? That Willie's just stupid. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> you admit it, he needs to watch The Fifth Element. Yeah, but it's awesome when Chris mimics Naki. Is it when Chris mimics Naki or when Chris agrees with Naki that I'm just stupid? That was the Both. joke, you dumbass. Both. I mean... <laughs> it's great. I love that I have all these clips of myself. I've also been having gout hitting my knee and it hurts constantly. But I have you people to make fun of me to make me forget about that and remember my emotional pain. Hooray! Emotional pain! At least you can't feel it. But you can. <laughs> Emotions are feelings. Damn it, Naki. Don't be a dick. <laughs> it's Someone okay, Willie. Really. We love you. We love you, Willie. We do. We love you, Willie. Yeah, just like a real family. Emotional pain is so much more permanent. Yeah, we're family. It's cool. You just got to turn your emotions off and podcast, man. I have a big heart. <laughs> I- yeah, okay. I, I was going to make a smart-ass remark, but I decided not to. Hey, Bachman, what have you been getting into? Um, I've been getting into kicking everybody's ass in the fantasy movie league. It's real easy to do when there's only two people playing. Yeah. <laughs> because of one week. And then y'all copied me this week. It's not going to help you catch up. It's just going to give you the same dollar amount. My own. Yep. Everybody got everybody, three, four of us picked the exact same picks. It's fucking I saw ridiculous. that. I was like, well, all right then. Uh, uh, the the upside of, or well, the downside of the Invincible movie being announced is that everybody's trying to sell Invincible number ones on eBay for way fucking more than they're worth. The book runs it at like 110 to 150, depending on price guide. And there's copies of it on eBay now for 800, 1200 bucks, depending on if it's CGI, CGC slabbed. The upside of that is that it's also making other people sell their Invincible collections. And so a lot of people are trying to sell individual individual issues online. Um, I sadly got into Vi- Invincible just a little bit late. So I own issues 21 and on. So I was actually missing the first 20 issues. But, you know, it's not, not easy to go back and refill a book like that when it was such a small print run. But because everybody's selling them online now, I've been spending too much time and money on eBay. And so far, we have 14, 15, 17, and 20. So I've got a couple more issues to fill out to have my full Invincible run. I won't be picking up a number one or a number two online anytime soon, but uh, tracking everything. And uh, I got my little checklist here of the 20 issues. And with the ones I bid on and bought, all I have left to get is one, two, four, five, eight, and nine. And I will own every issue of Invincible. So cu- cutting down the list, getting that run filled out. And then, yeah, I went to uh, went to see Guardians, which was fantastic. And then went to GameStop afterwards, where they were supposed to hold two pops for me. Because remember, I said I went in there, went to buy two of them. And they said, hey, they couldn't, we can't sell these because the release date's not up yet. So they took my phone number and said they would call me on the first. They never called. And then they sold those pops. Of course, because they're, they're bags. assholes. But I was able to pull off the shelf the regular Vulture. So I got me a a Vulture from the upcoming Spider-Man Homecoming, which is his his helmet's really cool looking on the pop figure. Hold on a second. This is unusual. His little metal wings are sweet. That's a movie movie villain. villain. Holy shit, that's unusual for you to buy a movie villain. Shut your face. (laughs) I buy what I want. I'm just going on your own rules. That's all I'm going by. I altered my rules. I buy what I want. Pray I don't alter the rules any further. That's right. 
But yeah, go ahead, alter all your rules, spend all the money on fun. Gu- Guardians was goddamn fantastic. They went, they, they, they tripled down on Baby Groot. There's oh so much Baby Groot. It's it's almost sick and like it's it's sugary sweet sickness. It's so good. And then yeah, there there literally is five after credit sequences, and I couldn't believe it because we're sitting in the theater. You know, the credits start rolling, and like two seconds into the credits, the first one starts. And of course, everybody's still sitting there waiting. And then first one goes by, credits start actually rolling. It cuts in, the second one goes. And then after the second stinger, like half the crowd gets up and walks out. I'm like, what are you people thinking? It's a Marvel movie. Like, there's three more. Yeah. Maybe they've already seen it. Yeah, the, the fact that um the, the fact that there are five after credit sequences were fantastic. It was literally like a short film after the movie. It was so good. I will say though, yeah, it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be, but it was very, very cool. They are they're they're definitely worth staying for. So real quick, since you're the Funko aficionado here, did you see the Target exclusive life-size baby Groot Funko pop? I did. I saw that they were doing that, and the guy at GameStop says that he saw one in real life. And the funny thing is, is that it's called life-size, but it's a 10-inch baby Groot. So it's actually bigger than baby Groot is in the movie. So it's the first time they've ever done a life-size pop, and it's actually too big. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I want to go swing by our Target to see if they have any. Our targets usually get picked across pretty quick, but I might go look and see one. I'm just not sure if it, I don't think it's worth 50 bucks, which I'm. That was only ooh, 30 bucks here. That's a that's, yeah, deep price. Was, yeah, I've heard they were 50. So it was 30, but I saw one. The box was all beat to hell, so it didn't really tempt me. Yeah, so our targets here are not good on keeping the the boxes in shape, and I keep all mine in the box, other than the few I have at work. So I don't know. It would, it would have to be. Uh, I can't afford another 30 bucks on a Funko Pop, but it would be awesome. Because I have the smallest Funko Pop they've made, so it would be cool to have the biggest one they've made as well. Is it the bobblehead for Squirrel Girl? Because I have that one. <gasps> yeah, Fuck Squirrel Girl. No, Whoa. it's the tiny Ant-Man along with Ant-Man I mean, I from the no. Marvel Collector's Edition. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I got. I got um, the Squirrel Girl bobblehead that came for the Marvel's Collector's Edition came with a mini squirrel, but I don't know how small it is compared to the Ant-Man one. If you like Squirrel Girl, you're a, you're a little bit of a furry. Fair enough. So, uh, Naki, what do you mean getting into? What do you plan on getting into? Um, so I've been playing Undertale a lot, and I'm finally at the final boss battle, and it's been kicking my ass um, because I'm doing the passive run right now, which means that I can't actually fight, so he just keeps killing me. But apparently, so I was looking it up because I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated. It's been like 30 times that I've died, and apparently I do have to fight him a little bit um, and then just not beat him completely and then it'll roll into the passive end sequence so that'll take me a while and then i'll do the the angry run where i kill everything um outside of that yeah. uh, yesterday was free comic book day i spent it at berwin fandomonium where i was interviewing people um i the next you know few days are going to be spent editing that so that all the background noise is eliminated and all that stuff i got to interview some really cool people um, from the Chicagoland area, from Berwyn and, and Chicago and all that stuff. So I've got, um, I think there was like six or eight um, 10 minute interviews. So it'll just be, so that'll be uh, put it all together and put out sometime, hopefully next week in the middle of the week. So look for a bonus episode. Um, secret episode. Secret episode. It's not so secret if you're talking about it right now. Shut up, Willie. Shh. Um, <laughs> Oh, I hear my buddy coming in. Uh, outside of that, um, <laughs> picking up new knitting things and crafty things, so I'll be doing that. And um, we're going to go see Guardians today at some point. And I'm also going to start my garden, which I'm really excited for. That's exciting stuff. What are you going to grow, Naki? Um, probably Marijuana. 
I mean, I was going to grow herbs, but not those particular ones. Um, however, I do live in Chicago where apparently it's legal now. Um, it is? Some sort of legal, like you can carry a certain amount and it's considered legal. Um, and then uh, the, the uh, but I was just planning on growing like small herbs and maybe some strawberries and tomatoes. So just a little, just a little deck garden. Keep not myself busy. And I got, I got bubbles. I got to play with the bubbles because it's like cat TV. It's great. Well, sounds good. So, guys, we're going to start wrapping things up. Friendly reminder that we stream live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern over on Geeks.Live and on DiamondClub.TV. You can find us on all the social media contact information that will be in the post-show stuff. And the next live show you can check out on Geeks.Live is PopXCast. That will be at 9 p.m. tonight. My guess is, I have not confirmed this, but my guess is they'll be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. So, guys, as we start wrapping things up, any final thoughts for us? Anything? Uh, tune in for the uh, extra, extra super secret uh, episode where uh, me and Bachman get it on. Let's get it on. That's all I'm going to say. I was going to say penis, but dang. <laughs> wow. Oh, there will be lots of penis involved. I think I might have a button for that somewhere, but I lost it. I'm Is sorry. It I, mean, I mean, we could just get a clip of that, of just... Willie's saying there's going to be lots of penis involved. That's the <laughs> sticks, sticks, sticks. There we go. I found the button. I saw that. Well, any other final thoughts before we close out the um, show? For this super secret video, can uh, Keith write our soundtrack? Um, I can ask. Music in the background. Yeah, sure. All right, good. That sounds incredibly promising. Well, guys, on that note, we're going to start wrapping things up. I don't know how else to end the show after that kind of uh, outro. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys, and have a good one. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. Bachman, why do you look so angry and upset? Shitty week. Sorry, oh, okay. Dude. I thought I was like, did, did I go too far with these? these uh, no, no, drugs? it's not you. Not you, man. <laughs> I'm just not not feeling very happy this, today. I stayed in bed until six o'clock yesterday. I just didn't couldn't muster the energy to fucking get out of bed.